Hey guys, Andrew here. Just one little quick thing before we start. Patrick's mic had a couple problems during the first few minutes of the recording, but uh, we do fix it uh, after a couple minutes. So um, just hang in there and uh, yeah, enjoy the show. This episode of the CubeCast is brought to you by Eric Reese, shout out to Phil Yu, thanks for the algs, Helmar Magnussen from Iceland, hey all speed cubers, come to Norwegian Open in February, and uh, Joey is awesome. Will Ballard, he says, I am with Andrew on Scubes, damn right you are. And finally, the Skelecosm. Adam Zomora's head to head format adds a new dimension of excitement to cubing competitions. Everyone needs to experience it. Hello and welcome to a very uh, delayed episode 9 of the CubeCast podcast. Uh, my name is Andrew Kang, like always, and I'm joined by my co-host, Tom. Tom, what's going on, man? Yo, um, we should apologize for taking so long, but it's just been like <laughs> out of our hands, really. Like stuff, stuff came up. We'll try and keep it um, a normal schedule from now on. Yeah, um, we we say we try to keep it every two weeks, but sometimes delays do happen, and we just have whether it's you know school, job, or just like we just can't find that one little time slot out of the three people that are yeah. supposed to be on the show. So yeah. We'll try harder next time and uh, hopefully bring it on schedule. Usually we try to release uh, every episode on Sunday or something. So yeah, yeah. Hmm. Anyway, uh, we we've already uh, what you call it recorded uh, the guest part of the show. Uh, and you know oh, this yeah. week's guest is Patrick Kelly. And well, because it was so difficult to like organize anyway, we had to do it like this. Kind of, it was the only time when we could get him for like an hour. Yeah, so we're recording the intro two days after. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it's quite interesting actually because since we recorded that, um, Felix had a competition, and I think everyone yeah. knows what happened there basically. All right, before we go on to Phoenix, uh, Phoenix, Felix. <laughs> Why are we going to Phoenix? <laughs> uh, I say Felix. <laughs> I meant to say Felix. Uh, let's go uh, onto the other world records. We've only had one since uh, the last episode, and it was Giovanni Cantardi with the 4x4 average of uh, 40.67. And, uh, yeah, congratulations well, to him for well, holding it yeah. for, like, two weeks. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> and then um, we just have Felix's records, which are, like, he's just gone and broken loads of things. Yeah, this was in uh, Melbourne Cube, Cube yeah. Day 2010 or something. Yeah, the uh, three by three singles finally been broken. Yeah, after two whole years. Yeah, over two years. Over it's two crazy. years. Crazy. Like, so he broke it twice. He got like seven oh three, and then later he got six point seven seven. You it's know, interesting. Oh, you know, um, Ro Hessler. Yeah, I was he gonna mention like him a, too. Yeah, yeah, a six point nine four afterwards. That's like could have been world record, but it's so weird how like someone will um, set a time like when Faz got sub ten average for the first time, like. 
soon after, lots of other people got sub-10 average, and it feels like it'll be the same with um, sub-7 single. Yeah, I think once the barrier's broken, you know, the everyone else yeah, catches up. That, that really doesn't quickly. seem to make sense. Why does that happen? Just I don't know. Maybe just the pressure yeah. of it? You know, just... <coughs> Oh, you alright? You alright there, bro? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Alright. So, uh, I wonder if Ro just, like, put the cube down. Oh, world record, and someone told him, sorry, buddy. That's got six <laughs> I don't know, I assume he already knew. Like, he said, um, he always seems to do better in competitions when, um, Faz just does really well the day before. Oh, <laughs> uh, poor Ro. Okay, so, um, like, he got, like, how many records? He got five world records this time? No. Um, well, if we count, uh, the record he broke again, he got a total oh. of seven. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, but uh, he broke the single of three by three twice, and they broke he broke the average of four by four twice. Yeah, and he's also broken the three by three average, four by four single, two by two average. Yeah, whatever. Have you seen the um, three by three average video? No. Like it's pretty crazy. Like on the last solve, he uses ZBLL. Because oh. um, I thought it was a PLL skip at first, but it's it's really cool to watch. Like it's just insane how his um his solves are like so many turns still, and uh, yeah. still like he just has mad TPS. So let's go through the numbers two by two average two point twelve. The we're just gonna only announce the three by three single the uh, the final one the six point seven seven, which yeah. was a full step. Uh, average uh, seven point nine one four by four single thirty one point nine seven. Yeah, that was crazy. I saw that. It was friggin' on the uh, no claps though. He hardly got any claps. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like people expect it now. It's weird. Um, it, it, it's strange how like he watches four by four solves sometimes and there's like pauses in them. It's like you don't expect that to happen in like a thirty seconds. But but his reduction is so fast. Yeah, yeah, there is that. Yeah, and then um, there's the single and the average, thirty-five point eighty, which is like just all the t- records are just so far ahead of everyone else. Yeah, so, like, such a massive gap. Like especially the average. It's like, hey, I, I got a f- my PB single today, thirty-six. Oh, sorry, that's my average. Like, yeah, oh, screw you, Fez. <laughs> but we all love him for his speed and you know blah 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 congratulations yeah, yeah uh, man I'll never be able to god damn <laughs> there's still time on you can still practice and get fast somehow. what are you talking about he's like 10 years old he's got like 40 years of cubing let's go I love to see where he's at in 40 years yeah love you Fez anyway um, you just like last week went to the UK Open how was that man Oh yeah, that was quite fun. Um, it's just kind of annoying because I don't know if you can hear listening to this podcast, but I feel kind of ill. I've had like uh, a lung infection or something. Before that, I had some other kind of virus. So, like, it didn't help during the competition to be kind of unwell the entire time. But I still had fun and stuff. It's always great, like you know, meeting up with people and getting wasted and talking about random things. Uh, you know, uh, the actually solving cubes and stuff. No, no, duh. You don't need to mention that. But uh, <laughs> we're eight, we're eight episodes in. You know, we have a small, we have a growing, uh, I guess, following. Nine right? episodes. Yeah, yeah. Well, technically nine, but you know, at the yeah. time when you went, it's eight episodes. Oh yeah. yeah. Like how? Any any fan girls 
from the show? <laughs> Not really. Like the only thing I got was someone saying, like, I think it was Andrew Coghill. He was like, "So when's the next show? It's been a while." And I was like, uh, yeah, "Oh, it's, it's been a while because I'm at the competition." I think that's what we're known for. Hey, you hear the Kikins yeah, guys? I, yeah. When's their next episode? It's been a while. That's <laughs> yeah, basically. But um, we actually uh, we're. What I'm, what I'm gonna say is already mentioned on the pre-recording two days ago, so I probably won't mention it now. You guys will hear it. Why was it? What? The, the kinda like, quote unquote, hate mail that we got? Oh, for, um... For, for not releasing episodes and... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's we, just angry we go people. Into, yeah. It's not like we're obliged to do anything. Well, people do donate a good amount of cash to keep the site alive and, you know... Yeah, there is that. I don't, and, I don't really think that. Yeah. Anyway, um, so I ha- we have your four by four cubes. What's with that on the show notes? Oh, yeah, I was gonna say like um, I uh, I tried out a Dion four by four, and I've said for a long time that every four by four sucks. Like, there's like Ishin sucks, um, Mephet sucks, like Clefet sucks, like Mario sucks, <laughs> like Mini QJ sucks, QJ sucks. Um, what other four by fours are they? They all suck. But um, I tried to die on, and like it's okay. Like it still kind of sucks because it pops. But like it, it's shaved off like ten seconds off my time. So, so I'm happy what, with. What if it's just you just hate four by fours like I hate cubes? No, no, I, I love four by four. It's just the puzzles are all terrible. Like it'll be interesting to see what this X cubes like. Uh, so I might oh, not yeah. buy a Diana for myself because it'd be good if it was just like a Diana that didn't pop. It's better. like. It's the V-Cube version, right? The V-Cube uh, core, like mechanics? Uh, I don't know. I think style. it's like a unique core. Like the Mario uses a V-Cube core, kind of. Interesting. Um, like, I, I don't think it has misalignment issues or anything. So I, I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. Like the Diane uses like a 2x2 two two core. It's kind of strange. Well, it is like a, you know, kind of a 2x2, two two, I guess. Yeah. If you know. Yeah. It's anyway. like a Rubik's brand but with a 2x2 a Rubik's cores they freaking terrible yeah yeah it's, oh. it's just some kind of weird ball thing I don't know whatever anyway uh, you say Diane give him a shot yeah yeah definitely and then look out for the X-Cube reviews I guess That is yeah, that out yet um, no but they say it's been mass produced soon uh, like, okay. it's just that every other 4x4 sucks so <laughs> I so, have anyway. Like so, I basically got six in my drawer that I'm just never going to use. So you're saying four by four cubes generally suck? Yeah. Definitely. What about especially compared to all the others? Like, what about Maru? Six by six, huh? six by six, even that, aren't that bad. Well, like I have a Maru, but it locks up and stuff, and it still doesn't even turn that good anyway. I have a really bad Maru, so whatever. I don't really want like um, a puzzle that has a defect, like that it can lock up. That's you're not going to get that have though. Yeah, I, I do. Like it locks up like every solve. Well, I mean, like you're not gonna. There's no, you know, perfect cube out there. Everyone, every cube has its own little limitation. Yeah, I know, but like it feels like the limitation's too big. Like it feels like there should be. They should be a good four by four, and it'd be easy to do. Like, and they kind of is. It just pops too much. Well, I think, like in my opinion, I, I don't really know the mechanics and the design behind cubes and stuff, but it seems to me like through the you know, experience the even number cubes are usually, you know, the lower quality. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it's because of, um, well, it depends on a lot of things, but, like, the, you kind of, 
to make a good one of like six by six or four by four, you kind of have to have an inner slice. Like it's like having a five by five instead of a four by four, only the middle layers like inside, and it has to stay aligned. So it gets that problem. But there's also other kinds of um, cores that you can use that don't have that problem, but they don't turn as well and stuff. It's a whole minefield. Whereas like with three by three and five by five, there's like a middle. So yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't have that problem. You can just use the other mech, and it works fine. Yeah, that's what I'm just noticing. I think. I don't know. Give it a year, another year or two. We'll see how the X Cube does because yeah, it looks yeah. really cool. Looks really nice. I just want a good four x four that I can play about with. It's so annoying. I don't even do four x four anymore because of it. Because that four x four at the competition was that good. I just can't touch another one. You heard it, folks. He wants a good four x four. Go on it. <laughs> Get working. <laughs> All right. Um. So I guess uh, moving on to the puzzler. Uh, okay. Do you want me to read it this time? Uh, yeah, I guess do it like a quick read, I guess. Yeah, go ahead. Last okay. week's puzzler. Uh, it's got a... Oh, okay. Yeah, um, John Johnson. <laughs> the recurring character. <laughs> okay, yeah. so... John Johnson is a British spy in Germany during World War II. He, he's had a German... <laughs> no, no, there's, there's grammar <laughs> mistakes here and there, you know. I did. <laughs> he had a German father and an English mother, so he's perfect for the job. He had great knowledge of the German way of life. He was always careful not to give himself away and never made a false move. As the years passed and the war was tipping towards the Allies, he became encouraged and joyful that he would soon be able to return to his home in England. One day in Berlin, he was daydreaming about his return to England. He was standing on the sidewalk ready to cross the street when he felt a hand on his shoulder and a gun in his ribs. He'd been found out. How did they know? Yeah. You like you like this puzzle? It's a little love to your, you know, homeland? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not that patriotic. Oh, man. So, I, I, so, 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 why do we have the arguments about USA versus, you know, UK? <laughs> For fun. <laughs> <laughs> like one time, um, I always do it on the IRC channel, and you've just reminded me of a time when, like, me and Dan Cohen were just arguing for like an hour about how you know how you say tuna fish. Like, yeah, I was saying that the saying the fish afterwards is redundant. It's like saying, like, chicken bird or something. Or, like, so, an ATM machine. Yeah, well, kind of. That's, like, um, our PIN number. That's another one of the... Oh, that, that one's that, sick. They're, like, acronym-based. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, that was, that was quite a long argument. <laughs> it's just it's, funny. Well, I, yeah, I guess. Some people... Never mind, I'm not going to go there. Uh, so, how did they know? There were a lot of hints... Some leading to, uh, I guess, the wrong path. But the junk of what you needed to know was in the first and last paragraph, would you say? Um, I guess so. Well, in the whole thing, basically. There's only three paragraphs. Yeah, but, you know, that's a third that I'm cutting out right there. That's, that's pretty significant, you know? <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> so, how did they know? Um, basically... He he grew up as an English guy, John Johnson, which is, you know, just a stupid ass name that I just pretty made up. Pretty British name. Yeah, pretty British. Um, uh, he he was pretty much English and moved to Germany when the war started, so he's pretty much a spy. But um, he grew up as an English person and drove cars 
as an English person. So one day in Berlin, when he was daydreaming about his return, he was standing on the sidewalk ready to cross the street. You mean the pavement? Dude, come on. <laughs> I'm trying to explain. Yeah, yeah, go on, go on. But um, basically how they knew is he looked the wrong way when crossing the street. Because we drive on the left. You drive on the retarded side, that's why, in the English. <laughs> it's not retarded, it's just different. <laughs> yeah, it's different, but, um, you it's know. left handed, but the, for driving. The Germans, uh, drive like, drive on the side that the United States people do, but the English drive on the left side, so. He looked the wrong way when crossing the street. Police saw that, be like, oh man, you know. Did you see that movie, um, uh, the the recent one with the Nazis, the comedy action, with uh, with Tom Cruise. What Tom Cruise? No, not Tom Cruise. <laughs> um, you know the Nazi hunter, the not not the Nazi hunter, the Jew hunter. No. You know. Uh, well, I don't yes. want to talk about. Uh, uh, oh, you're killing me here. Um, it's that movie where it's American Jews that go hunt Nazis. What? Yeah. yeah. That's some strange kind of revenge. Hey, Sam, remember that movie? <laughs> but were the American Jews in World War II hunt Nazis? Uh, you know that? Uh, it was like Bastards or something. something. Inglorious Bastards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah, and you know, in that, se- in that movie, there was a scene where um, this uh, American... Or this spy is in a German bar and orders two beers, and he holds up oh, two okay. the wrong way because I think Germans hold up when they do two index and thumb, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I've, he I've did. I've heard about this. He did middle and index, and that gave him away. So, like little what things like that. Thank yeah, you so. We just wasted two minutes just trying to find that movie name. God. <laughs> it's cool. Whatever. Good podcasting. Anyway, the winner this week or in this episode is Kimi. Congratulations. You win. Yay, t-shirt. Woo! We'll send that to you. Um, basically, um, I'm gonna like wait until episode 10 winner and then, uh, send them out out all at once. Yeah, because I don't want to make three trips. Gas is expensive, (laughs) yo. (laughs) Just, um, just fly in a plane and deliver them personally. You want to pay me for the ticket, man? I'll go. Yeah, sure, I'll pay. I've got (laughs) infinite money. (laughs) Alright, um, Anyway, um, before before we go, transition time apparently. Um, yeah, uh, this was recorded two days ago, so yeah. Have fun. Yeah, let's let's go to the future of two days ago, right, Tom? <laughs> yeah. All right. Wait, what? That's what? Enjoy. Doesn't quite make sense. Huh? Yeah. Okay. So this week's guest is uh, Patrick Kelly, the owner of SpeedSolving.com and basically uh, all-around badass with his beard and whatnot. And uh, 
Yeah, Patrick, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, snap, we can hear you. Oh, how long has it been since we've tried to get you on the show and, like, try to find the time? A couple, couple like, weeks, probably. Like, I don't know, three weeks. Yeah, uh, we were... This, I, this is basically what happened, right? Uh, we released a Waffles episode, and we tried to get you on the week after. And I think this is three weeks later? A month later? Yeah, yeah something like that. Yeah, so how was it, um, you know, taking a month to, you know, save Mordor from, uh, you know, <laughs> get the ring? How was Frodo? How's Frodo? Is he a good guy? <laughs> you talking to me? Why would yeah. you want to shave Mordor? I thought Mordor was the bad place. Also. Hey, I don't pay attention to Laura. I just watch the movies. Yeah, neither do I. Oh, it's... All right, let's just move on. Uh, so how you been, Patrick, the past month or so? I heard you were busy with school, man. Yeah, definitely busy with school, applying for graduate school as well, and I play ice hockey on the side too, so it's pretty busy. Ice oh, hockey, nice. as in uh, full-on gear on uh, on the on the ring? Yeah, full out, full gear, everything. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's busy. You get you to. What's it? You any good? <laughs> I'm all I'm all right. I mean, I'm not <laughs> I'm not like college level, but well, like. What is college one. level like pro or something? Well. Colorado has a really good hockey program. They have, like, two of the best hockey programs in the U.S. And, oh. like, most of those guys get drafted. But oh. so I, just play, I just play for a league outside of Denver. Yeah, oh, That's cool. really cool. You get to bash people in and against the wall and stuff? Yeah, occasionally. I got laid out last week. <laughs> Hurt my leg pretty bad. But. Oh, damn. Dude, that yeah, sounds... I've heard that stuff's pretty violent. Like, yeah, you don't a... really get many sports where, like, referees allow fighting. Uh, do, you, uh, do you get in a fist fight? No, they don't allow fights, but uh, it is a, it's a pretty violent sport. I mean, football is once a week, and hockey is pretty much every other night, if not every night. Oh, yeah, really? Can, yeah, and it's just as rough, I would say. Well, like, you know, going from zero to fast on hockey, you know, on skates is pretty tough after a while. Yeah, you're going a lot faster. I'd say the hits are probably harder, but I don't know. And you have a stick. <laughs> yeah, you have a stick. All right, so... Oh, sounds, your mic's cutting in and out right now. Maybe. It's cool, whatever. Yeah, we'll just deal with it. Can you hear me now? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a little staticky, but... Uh, Dude, we're pros. We'll we'll handle it. We'll just yeah. yeah. yeah By yeah. the way, it's a shame you weren't there last weekend, man, at the UK Open. Missed you. Oh, I know. I missed it. I it wish it's I like there. it's at the point now where I'm like expecting you to be at the UK competitions. Oh, I know. Oh. That, that was fun. I'm trying to uh, go back to the UK or Europe for graduate school, though. Oh, cool. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Well, for me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Patrick. Please yep. tell us about your cubing background, since we do this for every other guest. All right, sure, no problem. Um, back in December of '05, um, my brother brought home a video of one of his Russian friends solving a cube in like two minutes, and I thought it was pretty fascinating. And I didn't buy a cube at that time because I kind of forgot about it after like a week. But then I heard that the world record was broken to be uh, 11.13 seconds. Wait, laying low. So, yeah, it's laying lows. And so I went out and bought a... I actually went and bought a cube on eBay. 
it was, uh, I think, $11, because I didn't know you could get them at the store. And it ended up being just a Walmart one that was used that I paid more for than I could have just went to the store and got a brand new one for. But I uh, got that and then started getting into it and never looked back, really. So what are your times nowadays? I'm low 13s with uh, Friedrich, but I'm just going sub-20 with Rue and trying to make that my own method, my main method. Oh, nice. Rue? Why bother, why bother with Rue? <laughs> I've, been, awesome. I've been wanting to do that for a couple of years now, and I just haven't got around to it. But now it's just something I want to do. I mean, it's to the point now where it's almost just a matter – everyone's using Friedrichs. It's just a matter of who can spin it the fastest. And there's no way I'm yeah. going to be able to compete with people that way, so I have to be able to drop my move count and ruse the one methods to do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting how lots of people seem to be doing that recently. Like, you know, um, Villa Sephardim? I think oh, yeah. that's how you pronounce his name. You know, Speff. He got like some 15 average with Rue recently. That was pretty crazy. Dang. That's pretty yeah, and crazy. He, and he just switched randomly to Rue? Yeah, I, I don't think he's actually switched. Like, I think he's just doing it for fun. But it's pretty cool how people are like just messing about with it now. Well, it's it's just like, oh, this look this looks fun. Let's try it for a week and then not look back at yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Not, not that I'm hating on Rue or, or anything. But uh, how, so how long have you been cubing? Like, I don't think. Um, I guess it officially started like January or February of two thousand six. Two thousand six. Uh, so so yeah. We started, like, within two, three months of each other. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I remember back in the day, uh, you. I, I remember chatting with you back in the day when I was really new on Yahoo Messenger. Oh, really? I don't, I don't know if you remember. You had a lot of people writing you then, but cause I remember, you were pretty fast then, I think. Weren't you, like, 16 seconds or something? Um, Around there, yeah. That would be because around March I was sub-8, 17, sub-18, yeah. Around oh, yeah. fast. That was really fast at the time, I remember. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Dude, uh, I remember back in March, that was my first competition with Leon and Tyson, and they flew over to Georgia from California just for, like, one, you know, 20-person competition, and I was, like, m- my mind blown how fast Leon and Tyson were. Uh, oh, that was the... Uh, that competition, uh, Lay and Low got the one minute twenty eight second blindfold world record. Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah. yeah you, if you pay close attention, you can see my fat ass in that video about a minute in or so. Oh, I've not seen it. Is that a video where there's like some some girl stands up in front of the camera? Yeah, that's like, Joy. She's the person who taught me. One of the people. Two oh, people. okay. And uh, someone stands next to him while he's solving, or whatever, to get a picture taken. Like that? That's really stupid. Oh, uh, that's not stupid. Well, if you're blindfolded, it doesn't matter, right? Yeah, I know, but it's still kind of silly. Well, the media was there, and you know, it was kind of hectic, so whatever. Yeah, media kind of like disregards all rules at the competitions. It's like, kind of annoying. Yeah, last weekend they were just like sat on timers that we kind of needed to use to judge people on, but it's not like you can just say, "Oh, can you just stop." filming this interview you're on live TV or whatever like we need to use the timers you just have to put out with it kind of and then complain about it later the thing like the most annoying thing is the camera people who uh, stand like right in front of the competitors to get a shot or something yeah oh yeah that's the most annoying oh I love 
I love when people do that, and I just go up because I'm the usually the competition organizer. Sir, you're gonna have to stay back uh, two meters, and then they're like, "Shit, whatever." It's cool that you actually do that, though. Oh, I do that all the time. It's I, I know it's annoying when people do it to me, so I don't let other people, you know, get the same stress. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, my first competition was uh, U.S. Nationals 07 in Chicago, and I remember at that time I was just I was like 18 seconds or something like that. I don't think I got a sub-20 solid in a competition. <laughs> and I was also averaging at the time like four four. And my first solve was the first pot on my 4 by 4 DNF. Then I sent solve by, by the parity and getting a 1 to the next round, even though I had the opportunity to almost win that, or win that, that Nationals that year. Yeah, we only got like 25% of that. You cut off so much. <laughs> It was really funny to hear, like, with the words like parody, four by four, next round. It's weird, my didn't have to What's I don't up? Know I... Is it my connection or is it yours? It's because I'm hearing Tom fine. I think you, your connection's a little wonky. I don't know, like, it could be a microphone or something, because normally when you're just chatting with us, it seems fine. Like, um, huh. when you're just saying, like, random sentences but it seems to be when you speak for an extended time or oh, whatever we can manage I'm sure yeah. sorry about that yeah um, but I guess we'll move on to uh, speed solving because I we really didn't hear anything about that um, <laughs> yeah. you're pretty much uh, well as of now you're really known because of uh, obviously speedsolving.com since you're the yeah. owner right you must have started that like really soon after you started cubing as well, right? Yeah, I started it right after I started cubing. Um, I'd run a a large sports card trading forum from like 2001 to like 2005, and so I knew kind of about the software that existed out there and how discussion forums worked. And then when yeah. I got into cubing, the only forum I could find was the Yahoo group. And yeah, I started yeah. using a mailing list to discuss stuff because it was so unorganized. It was really hard to find stuff. And you had to do it all through email pretty much. I mean, you could have went to the Yahoo page. But that was even more yeah. unorganized. It so, was just like having one forum with everything in, basically. Yeah, um, exactly. Um, so, it was actually started with me and Joel Van Neuer or Huella Van Neuer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He actually started it with me and was, with, was there for like a year and then left. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, I remember he was really active around those years, and his site was really popular, and I remember learning a weird uh, finger trick for an R perm, if you know what I mean. You oh, know yeah. what? With the index finger going around the, the queue for U2. Yeah, definitely. He had, he had one of the best websites for learning how to get faster, sure. And that's how I got to know him. Yeah. yeah, didn't he have a good like blindfold site as well, if I remember? <sighs> I think he might have added it a while after that, though. Oh, uh, yeah, that might be there. Mediocre intermediate guide, and then he expanded it. I don't think the site exists anymore. Oh, really? Wasn't it like solvethecube.co.uk? Awesome. That was, it originally was something different than that, but then he bought yeah. that, in, but now it's expired. Uh, uh, so, um, going back to, I guess, Yahoo's group, I mean, that was the one that Chris started, Chris Hardwick started, and yeah. it worked well for a while, but uh, what were the big, I guess, shortcomings from the site? I mean, we addressed it a little bit, but... Um, 
mainly just the way the way you discuss stuff. I mean, it's pretty pretty obvious, I think, for anyone that used it. I don't know why uh, no one else like just thought of coming up before. I mean, there were a lot of people who came up with it, but they're like, oh, it's not going to work. Because yeah. everyone, people already tried it, and if you're doing an activity, who's going to come to the forum? Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. You need the traffic to be able to make it work. Well, <laughs> I guess you looked out. Not looked. Well, but. Th- there's a couple things you need to do. You need to either come up with something that's better than what exists and have the people yeah. who use whatever exists to move over, or you need to find a way to get a lot of traffic to it uh, quick so people can can so gather information on the website so people are, have a reason to show up there. And I think what it was was they found out that the form, just a simple free form I created, was a lot better than the Yahoo group. Yeah. And people started going there. And I don't know. It's, so did you not do much advertising? No, I didn't. I didn't do any advertising on speed solving until the beginning of this year, pretty much. No, I mean um, advertising Aspect. for it, like to get users to the site. I guess you didn't really need to. No, I didn't because uh, Joel or Joel was. Uh, he was he was pretty well known at that time, and he told a bunch of people. Ah, yeah. so it was a word of mouth thing, just you know, hey, check this out. Yeah, pretty much. And then when he got started getting somewhat big, it's like I think ten thousand posts on the free form. I was like, we need to move this to uh, our own server to get it off the the free form, yeah. upgrade to a better form. Well, and it was called like um, Rubik's Hazard, wasn't it? Yeah, it was all it was was uh, an envision free format with a redirect, a redirect which was Rubik's I has about it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. I just moved it onto our own server. I had already run quite a few forums before that, you know, what type of store existed and whatnot. I knew yeah. that it would be a, it'd be a lot easier to band with V Bulletin than it would with envision free. So, oh, one second. Yeah, um, I guess uh, one second. We're gonna put on pause right now. Yeah. And we're back in. Uh, Patrick had a little mic issue, so we sh- he's all changed up with another mic. We should be good to go. So, you make uh, it sound like you changed his nappy or something. What's up? <laughs> nothing, nothing. Just carry on. Oh, what'd you say? <laughs> nothing. No- you, you can hear it later. Can you all right. So, Patrick, did you think... Um, you know, when you made this, when you made the website, did you think it would be this popular? Because you know, speed solving now has ten thousand members just recently. Um, I didn't think it would be as big as it is right now, but I knew it was going to be a lot bigger than it was at the Yahoo Group. Oh. Yeah, because at the moment it's like the biggest cubing site, I think. I, I think, think the Chinese have a bigger one. Yeah. Yeah, but the biggest English-speaking one. Yeah, for sure. Dude, the Chinese have a billion people, alright? And they, there's, there's no way. Like. Yeah. I saw a video, this is a little off topic, but I saw a video yesterday. Yeah. And the Chinese built a 15 story hotel in six days. What? That's ridiculous. They, uh, manufactured all the pieces specific for that building before it was even made, so all it was was just a matter of assembling it. Holy something. Yeah, it's ridiculous. They they just go to the uh, company like, hey, I like a 15-story, you know, set, and they just give you a little box with all the pieces, like a Lego set. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. That, I think they crazy. work, like, 24-7. Imagine God. having that happen in, like, a town where you live. Like, suddenly, over the course of a week, there's suddenly, like, a skyscraper there. Like, whoa. How many people worked on it? A billion. Um, I, I don't know exactly how many people did it, but... Apparently, it's going to change the way people start constructing buildings now because 
they it saved a bunch of time and waste because they had it all pre-built pretty much before it was even at the site. And I so bet they didn't have money. any way to do the site other than assemble it. Does it save money too? Would you say? Uh, probably. I guess probably you know, money. man hours. I guess over the course of months that buildings typically take. I guess. Yeah, I guess so. I guess che- cheaper over time as well because like the planning involved in doing that for the first time is quite a lot. I guess. Alright guys, listeners, welcome to Construction Cast where we talk about Chinese <laughs> building methods. <laughs> so <laughs> Oh, that was the most random thing, Patrick. Anyway, uh but yeah, uh I think it would safe Chinese to say food. it's the biggest English one. Uh whatever we do, I guess the Chinese is doing it better, so <laughs> it depends. Chinese one's been I think. What? I think the Chinese round one has been around for a while, like longer than speed solving. Now, oh. do you know how many members? Because I, Mike Huey and I talked about it, and apparently it was like forty thousand members or something. That, if I remember correctly, I, I don't know how many something. there are. There's. I've um I've looked around the forum of the Chinese cubes now. It is, yeah. It's kind of like strange compared to ours. They have like a forum for one-handed and stuff. Like they have forums for separate methods. It, it seems very yeah. like segmented needlessly. Well, I guess it's more if they have a lot more people, then there are a lot more people who want to talk about specific things. I guess. Uh, true. And would you say if you segment it more, it leaves more op- uh, room to like grow? I guess you know develop. What do you guys think? No, it, if you segment it too much, it kills it. It, it. That's just how forms work because what happens is there's no activity, so yeah. people go there and just leave. So you have to have a certain amount of activity. If you expand it too much, it will, it will die, guaranteed. Oh, really? Just like the form as a whole or just that section? Well, what will happen is the post will end up getting split up and eventually lower the activity of almost every form. So you have to keep it somewhat active. Uh, yeah, because didn't that happen with the one-handed forum on speed solving? Like, yeah, do we, we used to have one? And then, because no one posted, we got rid of it. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, that's interesting. I oh yeah, we did have a one-handed. Um, yeah, I remember now. That's, no, you don't. You're just making that up. Oh, I do remember. Trust <laughs> me, I'm Asian. What does that have to do with anything? But uh, <laughs> so, so speed solving's been around four years now. Four years. Yeah, just five, five years. Almost five years. Almost five yeah. years. And uh, so you've been the man behind the operation pretty much the whole time, and I bet you know you've seen a lot of changes in the community. So, like, what kind of things have you noticed during the years? Um. Well, yeah, the site's definitely got a lot more traffic, a lot more people, a lot more things being discussed. I remember back when it started when there's like, I think, 30,000 posts or something, I thought to myself that we've already pretty much discussed everything you can think of in speed salt, like in <laughs> terms of speed. How, how much more can you talk about? And now we're almost to a half million posts, and it's still going. And I think it's only going to get, it's going to get much bigger, I think, assuming the quality doesn't drop so much that all the, the people who are really into it leave. Because um, yeah. I think if, for example, if a lot of the, the top people in the world stop, stop using the online form, it would draw a lot of people away from it, and they'd all go elsewhere. So you're but, saying, 
So the higher quality people attract the lower quality. Is that what you're saying? Or well, I think I think the core people that have been around for the several years are the ones who kind of keep it going. I mean, for example, I for this year I've been incredibly busy and I haven't done a whole lot other than just uh, browse and moderate a little bit. But mostly the people that run it are the moderators of the forum. I just kind of yeah. do the back end stuff, technical stuff. Yeah, yeah. So what you're t- when you mentioned the thirty thousand posts and the whole, you know, we've talked about everything cubing. That's kind of like what Tom and I feel with the show. Like, um, sure. Tom, you, we've discussed like, oh, we're only gonna go like twenty five episodes in before we, you know, stop talking about yeah, stuff. Yeah, run out of content. And this, you know, the show's been going for like twenty seven minutes now, and we've only discussed like three bullet points out of the whole 20 that we have right now yeah yeah. it's surprising how much you can talk about stuff like i mean we we've kind of covered a lot of stuff on the cast already and there's still so much to go through like new stuff happens all the time and like there's still a backlog of i could talk endlessly about uninteresting information but whatever let's cover the interesting thing and and everything we cover we kind of barely scratch the surface of yeah, it's it's weird how like you think you'd be able to do more with um, speech over text, but apparently not. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think you guys have a pretty much an unlimited amount of things to talk about. Um, so just question whether people will send in ideas or not. But I think there's a you just have a pretty good audience of people listening now that they're gonna listen almost no matter what you talk about. You know. Yeah, they they do help contribute as well, like to oh, the yeah. content. I would say, like, you know, a good 30% to 40% of the show, it, you know, comes from the listeners. And, you know, um, it's been about a month since our last episode, and we promised them that it was going to be a week wait instead of a month. We actually got a couple of uh, hate mail, you know, stuff like that. Oh, really? Yeah. It was not more hate mail, but, like, more, I'm frustrated, please give me CubeCast Yeah, mail. yeah, I, I've seen some um, posts. It's my fault. Oh, no, it's... <laughs> It's all our fault. We we had a you know number of options, and you know we just things came up. Tom went to competition. He got sick. You know, uh, you had work. Still sick. Still sick. Whatever. Suck it up. Been trying. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's um, basically um, I guess something that really wasn't um, prevalent in two thousand seven was. Trolls. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry, go ahead. You go, you go, you go. You already know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the the, the, that's the tough thing about it is it's kind of I kind of expected it because I had run that sport a sports card trading forum which is about five thousand members big back in two thousand two pretty much when it was that big. Yeah. And the the more quality or the the more people you have that is just going to come with it. and I think one of the big things that contributes to it as well is there's a lot of there's a lot of kids that go to the forum as well, and things are going to be said that don't seem very mature, stuff like that. And that's just gonna that's just naturally going to happen. It's the hard thing is trying to deal with it. I mean, there's not really a whole lot you can do other than moderate it. Yeah, when when there's a bigger crowd, you get a much a, a very different signal to noise ratio, if you know what I mean. There's a lot more like just threads that don't mean anything. Threads that don't really have their own unique content. People are just posting anything. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, kind of, it's harder to filter through them and get to the actual beef. 
Yeah, definitely. You can't really compare it to how the forum was back when it was on the Envision Free Forum because that was so small that every discussion yeah. was obviously going to be a lot more in-depth. Uh, so yeah. as it gets bigger, obviously that's going to spread out more. The stuff that's already been asked, people won't search for it and ask it again. So the overall quality yeah. will drop. All you can do is try preventing that stuff to try improving it. So what are the kind of ways you guys been trying to go at it? Um, well, we've... We've had a couple. We've done a couple things. Uh, reorganizing like the the names of the form so people know exactly where they should post, or at least know as much as possible of where they yeah. should post. So like good descriptions of the forms. Uh, we also created like a, a welcome private message sent to every new member, so ah. they kind of have an idea of how the website's structured and where they should post. Um, back on the old the old form before I upgraded it to this new one, we had a thing when you when you um, create a new thread, it tells you to search first. Um, it's little things like that, but it's yeah. really up to the person and teaching them uh, where they should post. But, I mean, there's really no way to prevent that. There's going to be people, people who come on who don't care to read the form. They just want their answer and go ask it wherever they can see they can post. Yeah, yeah. And the only thing we can do is just have moderators move that around. Yeah, they are really coming to contribute, I guess. They're just coming to learn what they need to know. Well, yeah, and you can't really blame them either. I mean, if yeah, you're like yeah. a 15-year-old kid or 11-year-old kid and you want to learn how to solve the cube, you're just going to go on there and ask a question. You're not going to bother searching for it. It's kind of, yeah. You can't really blame them. They're not going to research. You can't blame them, but really they should. I mean, like, They should, but, I mean, it's... You can't make them. Most, it's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. There's no way to prevent it. I remember back in the day when I was 11... Back in, <laughs> in the early 2000s, when I was online, I used to do the same thing. I would go on forums yeah, and not yeah. search stuff. I mean, that's just that's just Don't how it is. the ethic or whatever. But yeah. I don't know. Nowadays, with the almighty Google, I guess, and the search function on the forum, uh, here and there. I mean, what do you guys? I I, I know it's uh, good intentions with uh, a crappy way to go about it, right? Yeah. But, yeah, ideally, obviously, if people search before they post it, it, it resolve all the issues because pretty much everything that you want to know exists right now, for the most yeah. part. Um, Unless you're creating something new. Yeah, but every, even if you're if, creating something new, it's probably already been created. You just haven't found it. Yeah, exactly. Like, and even if you're doing that, I kind of expect that kind of person to already know things they'd be asking about. Yeah. Like, they should really need the help to search. But I think it also like creates some hostility towards new members that want to join the community. But like, oh, you're a noob, you know? Why didn't you know that initial? Yeah, well, it's just because it's it's kind of annoying for other people to have to read through. Oh, this is a post where I know it's already been answered like X amount of times, and I have to just deal with it, write a link to whatever the actual information. Like, it ends up you just end up having to do the work for them to like search for it it's kind of frustrating to have to deal with that as a user but you know you get on with it but some other people get really annoyed and like it turns into a massive flame fest and whatever yeah I think the wiki helped a lot because one of the things that would yeah. get rid of a lot of the new questions would be to have a central place to for all the information to be stored and the wiki actually gets quite a bit of traffic a lot more than I think people think it does and yeah. I, I think it's, it contributed a lot to at least slowing down how, how many, uh, like, stupid questions are asked. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, it's going to be an ongoing problem, and there's really no way to prevent it completely, but over time we just try working to fix it. Cool. Yeah. The wiki's a great idea. Like, 
it, it's just a shame that, well, there is like a lot of information on it already. It's just a shame that there's so much information in like the keeping world to like there's no way you're going to be able to encompass all of it on that wiki. Yeah, like, it, it's so much information for people to write down. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, look how much information there is right now compared to next to nothing there was three yeah, or four yeah. years ago. So, well, yeah. there's more than enough for someone who's beginning to like learn loads of different things. Like, uh, I'm just saying that it doesn't have all the speciality information, but really, that's kind of what the forums are for, I guess. Anyway. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um. So, I guess two things from that. I guess for people who want to know about it uh number one the wiki and if it's not there search function right yeah yeah com slash wiki uh i'm gonna start integrating it more into the form uh over time when i get more okay. time i have a few uh, pretty exciting things coming up that should be pretty cool yeah talking about the talking about that the new site great uh great job by the way it's pretty sexy yeah <laughs> yeah pretty slick i like it it's um at first there was some things that i was kind of annoyed about you know how um well, there's a couple of things like you know the new new front page and stuff yeah. like that. But like every every problem or issue I had with the site from then, you like changed eventually. So it wasn't really a problem. Well, it it was just different. I wasn't yeah. used to it. But you, you I, fixed anything that was kind of annoying anyway. Yeah, the the form was running a a, v, a version of V Bulletin, which is what runs the it's a software that actually runs the form. It was running a version that was about three years old. And there's a lot of things I've been thinking about trying to do with the form, but I couldn't do them with that version. So the, the only thing I could do is upgrade uh, it. And then what they, a lot of the things that were compatible with that version of the form aren't compatible with the latest one. So I have yeah. to basically redo everything from, from scratch pretty much. But yeah. there's a lot more, uh, you can do a lot For more sure. with this, this version of the form than I could have with the last one. So there's some exciting things I'll be able to do with it. Yeah. I love the, um, you know, the visual cube, Comrade Riders. Like oh, um, yeah. cube thing, I love the integration we have with that now, where you can just like throw some tags in and write um, whatever like as a definition for the cube, and you can just have the image of it. It's really useful. Yeah, that was all Conrad. He he put that all together. That was it's pretty crazy. Uh, he's yeah, a pretty yeah. programmer. Yeah, I, I met him last weekend. It was pretty cool. Like he has loads of cool stuff on his site as well. Yeah, like, definitely. Um, if you ever use the um, the algorithm translator. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, it's so beast, so useful. Oh yeah, he's contributed a lot to the. He doesn't get enough credit for how much he's done. Yeah, at least he gets shouts now, I guess. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, um, what are some of the new features uh, that that have been integrated? Because, uh, you know, yeah. Um, in terms of the new form, there hasn't been a whole lot of new stuff yet. Uh, it's more just setting it up for it because basically what I've been doing since I've created it is just start moving everything that used to be on the old website to the new one. Yeah. Uh, so nothing really too much that's new. Um, just the, I added the RSS feed on the side of the form, which wasn't a big deal. Uh, kind of added a sidebar to the form home. Um, slightly new design. Are the spoilers from the um, new site? Uh, that was, Dan right? probably did that. I, I haven't done a whole lot of... Uh, that stuff. Yeah. Dan set that up on the last form as well. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, um, so, like, um, 
So it's been almost five years. Uh, speed cubing is 10,000 members. Uh, speed solving is 10,000 members. What do you think the kind of like the future outlook for speed solving is? Uh-huh. I would you say 100,000 is possible at all? <laughs> yeah, I think 100,000 members is possible. Um, I, I think it will continue to grow quite a bit, assuming that we can get, keep continue getting people to work on it and help help with it. Like most of the site is run right now by the moderators, not really me. I just been doing the technical yeah. stuff. But I want to get to the point where I can once once I get all my work sorted out, just be able to work on it a lot more. Get another person who can work on the technical stuff with me. So it's not yeah. just me being having to do all the stuff. Um, I think it, I think it'll just continue to grow, and there'll be a lot new a lot of new cool features that will be out there. Um, if you can think of anything that would make it a better resource, for example there's starting to be a lot of live results from competitions. If there's a way that I could, yeah. if I could, if those could be fed live time, live onto the website itself, so you don't have to actually go anywhere to look for those results, that would be helpful for people browsing the site. Kind of so like records broken. You would know that within one minute or something like that. Or as soon as yeah. it's mine, um, stuff like that. I think just getting the latest technology on it and stuff like that. That is a really cool idea. Actually. Like I think, um, the software is available for free or whatever. So I, I can't remember. I think it's some um, Polish people who made it. Yeah, definitely. I, it wouldn't be, I don't think it would be that bad to do. Just yeah. pretty much anything you can think of that would make the make it a better experience for the people using it. Because back when I back when I uh, when it was much smaller, I would really only use the form to like figure out what what was going to happen at a competition. Like if we were going to meet beforehand, I would post on the form. Yeah. If we were yeah. Do something after, I'd post on the form. Um, I kind of want to start integrating more with uh, the WCA so we can get like our calendar up to date with that stuff. So you don't have to actually go to the WCA to find out what's going on. You can just look on speed yeah. Like um, it has all the results. Yeah, just simplify it for the the people as opposed to yeah. having to look around different websites. God damn! You speed solving taking over the cubing world one step at a time, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. Oh yeah, while we're on the this whole integrating topic, uh, remember a couple months ago at, at a US, uh, the whole you know QCast slash speed solving thing. Uh, what do you what do you think about that still? Yeah, the offers. If you still want to uh, put it on the speed solving site, that's totally fine with me. <laughs> All right. Oh, it's like another um, section in your whole speed solving, whatever it's called. Yeah. What's well, it called? Dominion. That's another thing that I've been trying to do is um, it used to be just a form, like Rubik's that has that it was just a form, there was no homepage. Yeah. And then I created a portal for that before I moved it over to the uh, actually speedsolving.com. And now that it's speedsolving.com, the form is almost just a, right now it's a, obviously the biggest part, but it's kind of expanded yeah. a lot more into like the wiki. There's a homepage now, there's a couple other pages. And I think. Well, there's like interviews and stuff. Yeah, and I think they'll be able, I'll be able to expand it a lot more now that it's the form is just part of it, and not the entire thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, what other things can you add? There's not many kinds of um, things past the form and a wiki. Um, I guess it'd be more like, um, well, I'd say like tutorials and stuff, but that's kind of wiki stuff anyway. Yeah, that's kind of wiki stuff. Uh, well, just wait and see. We'll see what happens over the next. <laughs> <few weeks. laughs> okay. Sounds like you want to keep it secret. No, it's, I just I don't have the exact ideas, but I have some ideas that are pretty cool. <laughs> okay, let's just say it involves cheesecake and dolphins, and just leave it at that. All right. <laughs> Whoa. I, okay. 
I guess some listener questions. We had a lot of random ones, and uh, here's number one. Uh, Logan Kelly asks, uh, I guess just a general mind about Minecraft. How do we feel about it? Have we played it? And give us our thoughts. Uh, I haven't played it at all. I I was told not to play it because it's too addicting. <laughs> Tom, what yeah. about you? I um I pirated it and my computer couldn't run it, so I haven't really <laughs> played it. But um, everyone's been ranting on about it. It's kind of Dude, annoying it's, like, to hear about it all the time. It's an eight-bit it. simulator. Yeah, my computer's pretty bad. Whatever. Oh no! <laughs> Can your computer yeah, play 1080p YouTube videos? I tried. To, no, no. Like I tried <laughs> to play it, and like it just lags like crazy. It's what really kind of annoying. Computer do you have? Uh, it's it's like a two gigahertz laptop, 64-bit AMD processor. And it doesn't um, with, with like a gig of RAM. No, like I think um, it, it's like uh, how many years old is it? It's like six years old now. So should easily old. done that though. Two gigahertz should be more than enough. Yeah, uh, I know, but like I think um, the fans kind of dying, so the CPU likes to overheat and stuff. Uh, it's, oh, yeah, it's yeah, it's just it's just dying. I need a new one. Whatever. Number, I guess defrag your hard drive and then. Uh, defrag. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, defragging uh, hard drive actually improves the performance a lot. For me, at least. Uh, depends what file system you use. Wait, and, what, what are you using, Tom? Um, what do you mean, like? What operating system? Uh, I'm on Xubuntu at the moment. Like, because I used to use Windows, and this laptop couldn't even handle that. So Not I had even to XP? Use- well, yeah, yeah, I was on XP and stuff, but, like, Flash video used to, like, be really choppy stuff. So, like, I've just installed this, and it's really good, because it's, like, um, lo-fi kind of thing. Like, it doesn't yeah. use up that much RAM for the desktop or whatever. It's really nice, but I can't really do much past, like, Cube on it. <laughs> like, I can use QQ Timer. That's all I need. Maybe you should not eat a couple Big Macs for a week and then just buy another one. Because, like, the lowest end of uh, computers right now could probably, you know, be, like, a hundred times better than what you yeah, had. Yeah, I know, but that'll cost me more than a few Big Macs. <laughs> all right, all right, like, ten Big Macs. Let's Still, do it. <laughs> that's, that's only, like, um, it's only, like, 20 quid. What's quid? What? <laughs> you don't know what a quid is. No. Pat must know what a quid is. Yeah, and I didn't know what it was before I went over there. I remember when you got when I first heard someone say quit, I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> and I was like, how do you spell it? They're like Q U I D. I was like, Oh. It's similar to a buck and like we call a dollar a buck. They call uh, it You silly Brits. I guess it is kind of strange. It sounds like um like the name of like a sporting thing or something. Like a quid. <laughs> like um like a special type of bull or something. It's like what you call the ball in rugby or whatever. I, whenever I think of whenever when you just said quid, I just thought of a duck for some reason. <laughs> Maybe quack, quack and quid. All right. So Minecraft, Patrick, you haven't played it. Nope, haven't. Tom, you obviously haven't played it. No. <laughs> I haven't played it. Let's move on. <laughs> Lucas curves. That was an awesome question, by the way. Uh, Lucas curves. <laughs> I am currently 40 seconds and seem to have hit a wall. How do I get past this wall? 
All right. Patrick, you want to handle this? <laughs> um, 40 seconds. Yeah. Uh, just, uh, there's not a whole lot more to say other than just a general answer of practicing because yeah. that's all it really boils down to at 40 seconds. I mean, I don't really know. Just put more time into it. But you shouldn't think of it as time because if you're enjoying it, it's just, like, I mean, it's just, just do it while you, whenever you have free time or whatever. It's fun. You'll eventually yeah. get Just it. keep off, basically. Yeah. yeah, I remember like, um, I progressed really fast from when I, when I started solving to around 17 seconds, and I stayed 17 for like three months straight, and just one day I just did an average, and I was sub-15, like out of nowhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's happened to me a few times. Like, if you take a break for like a little while, you yeah. come back yeah. for some reason. It's strange, like, I don't and know how it, how it works. But, yeah, um... Lucas, learn an algorithm here or there, and just keep cubing because you know yeah. eventually you're just gonna get faster. It doesn't, and it doesn't matter what kind of cube you have unless it pops every solve. You know, Actually, as long as um, like 40 seconds is about the time where you want to. It's like a threshold for learning a new method. Like if you're gonna switch, you should do it now rather than later. Well, I'm assuming he, you know, he's Friedrich, or even with yeah, Rue. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just a matter of you know cubing. Well, yeah, yeah, it's a matter, it's a matter of practice. But like now would be a better time than like later to switch methods if you're going to. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is actually dropping your move count, which will come by practice. But at yeah. 40 seconds, I mean, if you can get your move count down to like I don't know 60 or 70 moves, even 80 moves, you'll easily beat 40 seconds. Like if you're moving yeah. relatively fast. Oh, definitely. Like that's that's the biggest thing that dropped my. My time from like 21 to like 15 was dropping my move count. Mm. Yeah, doing things efficiently. And what helps in dropping move count is like instead of just doing speed solves, like just sitting there and do solves slowly, like and um, looking ahead and trying to see the easiest solutions for the whole thing. Yeah, instead of just spamming. Yeah, make the best of every situation because what I see a lot of times is people get down to a certain point where they're moving fast and they just see a case and they just want to do as fast as they can instead of just making the most out of it. But if you make the best out of it, then you can improve on the speed and it'll be much faster than it would be if you just continued the way you were doing it. Yeah, definitely. Um, Because just over time, uh, fast, you know, fast turning is just going to come naturally. But, uh, you know, efficient moves and just, you know, good algorithms, you know, you actually have to spend time on it and slowly go through it. So do a lot of slow solves, especially on, on uh, F12. That's the biggie. Because, like, especially when you're slow, F12 is, like, 80% of your solve time-wise. Something yeah. like that? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, just keep cubing, and uh, looks like we're going to be moving on. All right. Let's blue.
And we're back with the random catch of the day. We got two little threads to talk about this week. Uh, number one, non-cubing related, uh, the gaming thread. All right. So, Patrick, do you play any games? Uh, I used I used to play games a lot, but I stopped because it took too much time. Whenever I play a game, I always want to be the, the best at it, and I'll dedicate myself to it until I am. So I just don't do it too much anymore. Sounds like someone grew up. What? Yes. I used to play Utopia and Earth 2025. They're text-based strategy games. They're really fun. Text-based strategy games. Yeah, so you don't actually see anything happening. It's just all done through text, entering text in the text boxes. And it sounds stupid, but it's actually really fun. Now, is it single-player or, like, what? No, it, it's it's definitely multiplayer. Utopia used to be around, like, 50,000 players, but now it's pretty much dead. Um it was you. You ran a province, and you're put into a kingdom of, with 25 provinces, and your kingdom would try to be the top kingdom in the world by your net worth. Your net worth is the value of your country, and your value of your country is determined by like how much military you had, different like the strength of your army, stuff like that. All it was through. Pretty strategic. All through text. It was all through text. Wow, yeah. how do you keep track of that? God damn. Um, it's, it sounds really boring, but if you did it, if you search Earth 2025, you can kind of see that's a different game, but it's run by the same company. Um, it's, it's a text-based strategy game. It's pretty fun. Damn. It's weird to think that those are so popular. They're not that popular. But that, those two games aren't too popular anymore. It just died because the guy who ran it sold it, and then that company like oh, stopped running it, and they just like gave it to the community, and now the community runs it. And yeah. it just kind of died. The community doesn't care that much anymore. Yeah, there's no, they're not willing to pay for the advertising to promote it. So. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So what about like, are you like a Halo fan or COD? I mean, I played Halo, but I don't own an Xbox or. Halo anything. sucks. It's what? the best FPS ever. What? There are a lot. Uh, you there are get... plenty of worse FPS. No, uh, you want to get some Counter Strike down your neck, mate. Counter Strike. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, but uh, uh, Halo's just so dumb. Like, it's, it's silly. It's it's not a real FPS. What are you talking about? You're 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 in first person and you shoot people. That's an FPS. Yeah, um, but it's just, it's just it's uh, it's it's not fun. Like, it's just silly aliens and stupid guns. Whatever. I used to play uh, Mario Kart for N64. Yeah, oh, baby. I used to play that for uh, short. I tried setting shortcut records, and I used to I used to hold the world record in one of the shortcuts for Warrior Stadium. <laughs> nice. They still they still there's still a website completely dedicated to people trying to break world records on that game. Oh, speed runs, yeah. Speed runs, yeah. But I, I was always involved in the shortcut stuff. It was kind of just yeah. like the systems, but it was really is, fun. Cause isn't the there's one for the Wario system, the Wario Stadium lab? Where you can just like basically jump over the barrier at the start and then like skip the entire course, basically. Yeah, you can pretty much just round the, the the pole on the left when you first start. Yeah, yeah. You can jump the wall and then use your mushroom and jump right back, and you can get like a. I think my record was like two point four three seconds for Warrior Stadium. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, was, it took so much time though. I used to I used to play that a lot too. I practiced that probably like ten thousand times. That one stadium, just just to get that one little turn <laughs> like down, a right? Thing. 
I think that was only the record by like .01 seconds at the time. I don't even know if it ever got posted because they wanted a video of it and I didn't videotape it. Oh, that yeah. blows. Goodness gracious. Well, I guess you, me, I, I've talked about it a lot, but uh, I play... Starcraft. Starcraft right now. And, I played Starcraft uh, back in the day. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, you know Boxer? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I know Boxer. Yeah, he he's he just switched over to StarCraft 2, and uh, he got to the semifinals in the biggest uh, StarCraft 2 competition. So it's been pretty pretty awesome. Oh, nice. His his comeback game, like you know they they uh, stream they played in Korea, so it's like during the morning time, and when they stream it live. But uh, apparently, they the game company knew that a lot of people were going to tune in to watch Boxer, but. Uh, 800,000 people tuned in to watch him. Damn. And uh, it crashed the servers. <laughs> it was... Um, the company was Gom TV. And if you take Gom uh, in Korean, that means bear. And a lot of the people on Gom TV got pissed off and went to related sites that started with Gom. So there was like one random Korean baseball team, like the Korean Bears or something. And... <laughs> The people who were pissed off at Gom TV went to that uh, went to those website and trashed their forums. <laughs> nice. Just just because they couldn't see a live match for StarCraft 2. But anyway, that's uh, that's who I'm associated with. Uh, Speaking of StarCraft 2, I knew a guy a couple of years ago, like three or four years ago, who knew StarCraft 2 was going to come out. Yeah. He uh, went and bought a bunch of do- domain names that involved StarCraft 2. Uh huh. And right when StarCraft Two was released, he sold them all for like fifteen grand, and he paid he paid like under five hundred dollars for all of them. Oh my god! Like what kind of names? I think StarCraft StarCraft Two spelt certain way, like StarCraft Forms, uh, StarCraft StarCraft by StarCraft Two dot com stuff like that. Whatever. It's Good. like um, the guys who bought the rights to the name Twenty Second Century Fox. Sorry, I just coughed. Twenty second century Fox, like so in like a hundred years or whatever, they'll sell that name to Fox or something. I heard that story, it might not be true. That's one's phone. Uh one second. Yeah, just keep talking, give me a second. (laughs) (laughs) Like um, YouTube, when YouTube became big, the domain name letterYouTube.com was owned by like a plumbing company. I just checked now and it's owned by, looks like it's not that plumbing company anymore, but I remember YouTube tried buying it, but they didn't want to sell it. Something like that. Uh, it's it's crazy how you can like get money from registering things like that because people will pay for it. Like I oh, think a lot of the time people try and like sue for it. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of money involved. There's a whole business involved with just buying and selling domain names. It used to cost like a couple hundred dollars to register a domain name in the late nineties. Yeah. Well, you get like um, domain squatters now all the time, just registering like thousands of them. Yeah, definitely. I've I've bought a few that I think will be worth something someday. Oh really? Like what? Can you can you say um, them? One of like them. FreeMacTools.com. <laughs> uh, I pretty <laughs> much bought it just for the domain name. Yeah. yeah. It's. I think it, I think I could easily resell it for more than I paid. I just paid the ten dollars for it, but I kind of want to yeah. develop it in, into something. But 
just haven't had time. I have quite yeah. a few other websites outside of speed solving. Interesting. Yeah. I just I just needed to get a website so I can just chuck my random stuff on there. Like I don't actually have a site to make or anything. It's just like content that I need to share with people. Like yeah. I was thinking of moving some of it to the wiki, but it's just just can't be bothered, to be honest. Yeah, your your website is fine. I mean, just no, there's no point. Actually, it, I think having a personal website is perfectly fine. To, it doesn't all need to be concentrated, I suppose. Yeah, like it's not even. It's it's kind of like um, a portfolio kind of thing, but it's not even that. It's just I need somewhere where I can put stuff and people can get to it. Yeah, definitely. All right, I'm back. Yeah, what's going on? What are you guys talking about? The internet. Cool. Uh, are you guys done? Do we want to move on? or? No, I was just trying bubbles. <laughs> uh, I've used that phrase loads recently. I don't know why. What? Bubbles. Chatting bubbles. Giant, giant bubbles? Chatting <laughs> bubbles. Chatting bubbles. Yeah, it means like talking rubbish. Rambling. Rubbish. Rubbish. <laughs> Is that another um, Britishism? I guess. Yeah. Trash, I guess. Talking oh, tra- trash, talking snuff. Yeah, but trash talk is something different. Trash talk's like... Um, some, you know what trash talk is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, talking rubbish is completely different. Yeah, but rub- rubbish is like trash. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, what else do you call it? Garbage. Take out the garbage can, man. Garbage can? Just take out the garbage. We call it a wheelie bin. You call it the rubbish bin, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Wheelie bin? bin. Well, a wheelie bin's like um. Do you not not know what a wheelie bin is? It's like a a no recycling bin. Yeah, yeah, like a recycling bin, but you don't have to put a recyclable in it. Oh what what I I'm just my no let's move on okay. So, um, I guess this has been, I guess, the last week or so that it's been up. Um, the no spo- no more spoilers and signatures thread. <laughs> yeah, I really wanted to know what you th- thought of this part. Like, yeah, people thought, kept having to go at Dan. Um, I, I mean, it's, yeah, I don't think it should be there. It's not, not a big deal. Um, it's pretty yeah. easy, to, it's pretty easy to, um, regulate that too. So. Yeah. So I, I guess for the listeners who don't know what's going on, can you kind of explain the whole situation that led up to it? I wasn't really involved with it. It was pretty much Dan's dance thing. Or yeah, Tom, like, you know what's going on? The, the weird thing that happened was that it got so people had talked about it so much. Like there was like over a hundred replies to the thread when it's just something that happened. Like you should kind of accept it. Basically, like, you know how you get spoiler tags and you click on it and it opens something? Yeah. Um, they said, like, you can't use them in signatures anymore because it circumvents, like, the limit of amount of information you can have in the cigar for whatever reason. And then, for some reason, after this got announced that it was banned, like, loads of people started complaining about it and were questioning, like, Dan's adminship. And, like, they, they wanted to bring Pat into it or whatever. I'm like, really? It, like you said, it it doesn't matter. Like, it's really not that big of a deal. 
Yeah. The biggest thing is, the reason why you wouldn't want to have a spoiler in your signature is because it interrupts your reading of a thread. It's the same reason why you yeah. wouldn't we disallowed more than two lines of, of signature. I mean, I mean, what's a signature even really good for if you think about it? I mean, yeah. Or, like, have a picture in it or something stupid. Yeah, exactly. It's not that well, good. I, I don't actually have a sig, so... So... Is the is the rule gonna be enforced? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, definitely. Just yeah. I can easily. I just haven't. I haven't had much time to work on it, but I could. I'm pretty sure I could find a way to uh, just disable that from signatures. It, it wouldn't yeah. be if people don't do it themselves. We can just overall disable it. Oh. All right. I guess uh, your stance is pro signatures. It's because like. Um, Never mind. I, I, that was gonna, I was make, I was going to make a stupid comment. Uh, have you uh, seen Dan's new signature? No. It's uh, like it's you know um it's like an image of John Hancock the signature. Pretty cool. Oh yeah. What? He has like a an image, and it says John Hancock. It's his signature. Who's John Hancock? Is he, isn't he some American guy who signs some magic paper that you all believe in or something? I don't know. I don't understand. John Hancock. Uh, You're American. Who's John Hancock? He's from back... Wasn't he born a long time ago? Is he was something from the American Revolution or something. I don't, I don't quite remember. Yeah, wasn't he like a founding father or whatever? Yeah, he was... Probably. Uh, all right. Yeah. He was. He signed the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, that's the one. The magic paper. <laughs> so yeah, magic I know more about this than you guys do. Hey, the English know more about American culture than Americans know about the culture themselves. Like yeah. when I went to England, everyone there knew more about American music and American movies than I did. Yeah. Really. Yeah, well, it's like pretty much eighty percent of our culture is well, American. Right. Well, when you're number one, you really don't have to pay attention to yourself, right? <laughs> you really think you're number one? You, USA! What's going on, man? Huh? You got some beef? Uh, you have an ego. We really got to get into this. <laughs> Do you just admitted that 80% of your culture is based on us, so... Uh, yeah, pretty much. Well, like, the movies and stuff is... Oh, whatever. The, the, the 20% is like, wheelie bin and, you know, quid. <laughs> That's the 20% you have. <laughs> no, I, I think 80 was an exaggeration. It's more like the other way around, but whatever. The British is actually, they're like totally different than the US. They just know a lot about the American culture. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess you don't really have like, we have like the British culture and then the American one as well. Like, you don't really have the British culture as well. Yeah, exactly. No. That's basically the only difference. Okay, enough about uh, Tom's little magic world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess quick fire questions for Patrick. Yeah, let's let's do this. You ready? Ready. You know, you know how this works, right? Yeah, you're gonna ask me something, and I have to answer it, right? As fast as possible. Yeah. All right. That's how it goes. Right, so you want to go first? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, okay, so question one is, what's your favorite thread ever on speed solving? Uh, uh, introduction <laughs> to beginner's thread. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's such a headache saver, I can imagine. I don't uh, know. 
let's see. Um, number two, Jason Kilborn. If you can go back in time to when you first started cubing, what is the one piece of cubing-related advice you would give yourself? Um, uh, find the best algorithm first. So you don't have to relearn them. Uh, I would I would have said uh, wash your hands before you know cubing again after you use the bathroom. But uh, um, dude, what? Okay, um, you don't cube on the toilet. Oh. You meant toilet? Yeah. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> you can coop on the toilet, right? Yeah. Sometimes. Am I weird? Yeah, I just you didn't think that? you were talking about the toilet. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Go. Just go. Um, okay. So Ben Whitmore asks, if you suddenly became a cannibal and had to eat one member of the forum, who would it be and why? Um, uh, Mike Huey. <laughs> really? <laughs> why? Why would you eat such a humble man? Uh, Probably tastes nice. Uh, because he's really tender. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, Eric Reese says, <laughs> um, if Jack helped you off the horse, would you help Jack off the horse? Say, say that again. <laughs> I really don't want to. Um, Your British accent's too thick. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, if Jack helped you off the horse, would you the help horse? Jack off the horse? Horse. Like, you know the animal? Horse. Pulls cars? Horse? Oh. Horse. horse. <laughs> what, what's wrong with the way I say horse? Horse? Okay. H-O-R-S-E? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll say it. If Jack, <laughs> if Jack helped you off the horse... Would you help Jack off the horse? Oh, no. <laughs> Why not? That's that's very unkind of you. You gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> Alright, he's not. It's a, he knows it's a trap. He's not gonna fall for it. <laughs> Alright, uh, number six, and I guess, uh, what's your favorite internet meme? Internet name? Meme. Meme? Yeah. M E M E. M E M E. Yeah. Uh, what do you mean by that? Like you know, just fads on the internet, like the double rainbow guy. He was big for a while. Oh, uh, and then viral thing. What? It has to be a viral thing, or just anything. Yeah, like else? a like a viral thing, I guess, or anything you find that's awesome. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's really happy problems. I can't even think of one. Uh, there was one from National Geographic where a bunch of animals were fighting. That was pretty cool. I don't know. I don't think yeah. I've seen. Huh? Is it that? <laughs> is it that one where um, a little baby animal is about to get eaten by a crocodile and something happens like a big battle? I think there's like a. I don't remember exactly. What, it's like a buffalo tries you get eaten by a crocodile and it escapes. And yeah. Then, like. It, a bunch of animals come and they get eaten by the crocodile or something. I don't know. It's some crazy scene. You have to watch it like five minutes long. I, I've seen it before, and then they have like a standoff or some. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's not really a meme, but it's still cool. It's <laughs> an internet video. It'll do. Yeah. Tom, what's your favorite meme? Um, I don't really like memes. Um. Oh. <laughs> there's a there's one I like. There's something I say on IRC quite a lot. 
but I can't repeat it here. No. Um, <laughs> it's a lyric for a song. Um, what else? Uh, <laughs> I like you guys, it. Have you heard Kasim G? Kasim G? Kasim G on YouTube? Yeah, I know him. No? Have you ever seen his episodes of California On? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are... Have you, you should watch the one on California on Michael Vick. <laughs> oh no, that's this just sounds bad. You should watch it sometime. He has a he has a habit. He has a good habit of bringing up the worst in people or the stupidest moments in people. Yeah, they're funny so, though. Such a brilliant idea. Kasim G on Michael Vick. You know, I'm gonna write them down. Yeah, right. yeah, link link me to it. Kasim G on Vick. All right. I guess uh, with that. Um, our time is up, Patrick. All right. You must okay. leave. Go back to Frodo. <laughs> saying. Tom's going to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, most probably. I'm not going out. I'm not going out till tomorrow, so I'm just going to finish this 7x7 seven seven that I scrambled idiotically. It's like 11 just... for you, man. Yeah, I know, but Don't I'm you? ill. I need an early night. Yeah. Take a, take a good rest and uh, relax your voice. <laughs> Because we're going to record again on Sunday. Yeah, hopefully I'll be fine by then. Yeah, it's kind of weird, like... I don't know, just referring back to this on Sunday. You know, going back and forth. We might have to listen to it a bit. Yeah, it'll be cool, though. Anyway, uh, Patrick, thanks for being on, man. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. It was yeah, great nice to speak to you again. For sure. Bloop. Indiscreet transition. Bloop, bloop. And we're back. How'd you guys uh, like two days ago? <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it. Tom, you enjoyed it, right? Yeah, it was fun. I had a great conversation with Patrick. Yeah. I, it feels weird saying that because I, I can hardly remember what we discussed. <laughs> we were both so tired and you were probably on some kind of medicine, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, not anything hardcore. Just a bit of paracetamol, a bit of oranges. So it says on the show notes, uh, random catch of the day. We did that quick fire questions for Patrick. We did that. And then, uh, by, uh, quick fire questions. Yeah, by the guest. Are you excited? I'm excited. Yeah, I'm crazy excited. I've never been so more excited in my entire life. You know, this is, <laughs> that's not cool, man. <laughs> All right. Um, it's too easy to be sarcastic sometimes. You want to go first or should I go first? Um, yeah. Uh, I'll go first. Let's let's rock paper I scissors. Go first. Let's rock paper scissors. All right. When I say now, you say the thing. All right. Okay. Or yeah, one, two, three. You're gonna say it. I'm gonna, gonna say, say it. one, two, three now. And then yeah, and then right after you say whatever. All right. Okay. All right. One, two, three. Now scissors. Okay. Yeah. Oh, all right. I was thinking of saying scissors, but then right. I thought you might say rock, so it's a paper. You know, Difficult that's game. Paper, scissors, pretty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Gets into so, your mind, man. You can go you first. Ask you, so you want me to ask you your questions? Sure. Okay. So question number one for Andrew. Right. Uh, Stephen Calipi says, if you could only drink one beverage for the rest of your life, what would it be? Root beer. Right there. Yeah. Not bacon juice. What? Why not? Why not bacon juice? Because that's bacon. not a drink. It's food. It's just it's one. It's not even healthy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I, I, drink is non-water stuff, and I would definitely pick root beer. Okay, okay. Yeah. 
Well, you can use like um, you know, the grease that comes off bacon when you fry it. Just drink that. Why? That's not it, bacon, though. It's just yeah, nat- yeah. But it's like uh, a classic yeah. American drink. You, you drink a cup full of that <laughs> stuff, write juice. a review, and I'll you know, think about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, question number two for Andrew Kang. All right. Luke. Lucas Kerb says, if you're stuck on an island and you're only allowed to bring a Cuba book and a, an electronic, what would you bring? Well, the well, a cube, a book, and an electronic, right? Yeah. All right, a cube, I would bring my 3x3, three three, obviously. Duh. And I'm assuming, like, like you know, they won't... Assuming my electronic won't run out of batteries, right? Um. Well, it depends. Now, am I going to be stuck on the island forever, or what? What's the deal um, with this? You're going to be stuck in it forever. God. And the, you don't have... You have to replace the batteries yourself with solar power, somehow. That's the deal. Alright, uh, Cube, uh, the book, How to Not Kill Yourself with Boredom, and then the <laughs> other one is... Uh, uh, or Zombie Survival Guide. That's cool, too. Uh... An iPad plugged into a solar powered thing, machine thing with uh, with three. That is a that is a good call. Yeah, you like that? That's good. Yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> okay. Um, Carlos Mendez says, "How do you say hello in Korean?" Um, formally or informally? Because there's, you know, if you're going, if you're working, yeah, if you're yeah. saying hello to a customer or saying hello to an elder person like your parents or uh, someone else that's older well, it's like um good evening sir as opposed to like yo what's up yeah 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 but um there's only there's pretty much one greeting is the universal greeting for hello formally is annyeonghaseyo okay and then formal i mean informal is just annyeong ah uh, okay so it's yeah. like instead of saying hello it's like saying hi yeah whatever. Or annyeong and then annyeonghaseyo. Yeah. I'm not going to try and repeat that. <laughs> okay. Um, Nate Lancaster says, um, my principal got married on Monday. Her name before was Miss Ryden. Now it's Mrs. Bacon. No joke. That's all he says. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jiggy says, what's the strangest place you, you chose ever- that. You chose that, though. Yeah, what? I know. Like, I, I, um, I just put it in anyway. Whatever. All right, all right. <laughs> Thought it would be funny. Okay, Jiggy says, "What's the strangest place you sold the cube?" The, the strangest place that I solved the cube. Um, I don't know. I mean, every place I've been is pretty much normal. I would say the <laughs> most out of norm place is my school's talent show, but that's about. I was about it. Oh, I oh. did the stupid little trick where you get to PLO and put it behind your back. And you solve yeah. it, and people go, oh, my God, he's not looking at it. And I did one of those, and it was really lame. You're so yeah. crazy. Dude, okay. like, half the stadium, like, jumped up and be like, oh, that's my boy. And I don't even know you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Jiggy also asks, what new 3x3-based event would you invent to a one-off for fun competition? On a, just, like, a new 3x3 unofficial event? Yeah. Um, Team Relay. Team really? Oh, that's quite cool actually. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's like a team of four. One does uh, cross and then F2L and then OLPL or something like that. Yeah, yeah. That's really be, fun. Oh, you could just like, but you could cheat easily, like. But like, yeah. 
get like someone who's really good and just make him do like the entire F2L, <laughs> basically. Well, yeah, but like if you get really serious though, like I've been in some teams where uh, been in some relays where like um, one person's doing the cross and the other person's like head over his shoulder with his hands like wrapped yeah, around yeah. them, ready to go. It's freaking crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was quite cool. We did some like a relay event at the UK Open. You had seven people on your team, and so you had like one person did a cross, and then four people did F two L slots, and then someone did OLL, and then someone did PLL. I did OLL. It was fun. Yes, my first competition in the after party, we I did like a relay with like uh, Mackie laying low and uh, Chris Hardwick and uh, <laughs> Dan Knights. Hardcore. Yeah, Dan Knights. Freaking amazing guy. Anyway. That's like old school. Okay. This is quick Mike fire Roch. questions. Come on. Let's keep going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's not called Mike Crotch. He's called Mike Koch. Yeah. So he says, <laughs> how would you react if you were skipping through the woods and saw a wild geodude? A wild deer? Geodude. Oh. Geodude. Geodude. I throw some leaves at it because it's super effective and throw my Pokeball. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Is it super effective, or is that like? Oh, uh, gra- uh, grass! Grass is super. Grass is super effective against rock. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Nerd. Shut up. Okay. So, Yin Yinglan Zeng says, uh, something, some other pronunciation says, which is your favorite season? Fall. You mean autumn? Autumn. <laughs> uh, it's all right. It's, prefer, like, it's not too hot. It's not too cold. The leaves are beautiful. Perfect season. Go. Next question. That was the last question. Oh. <laughs> I ended it perfectly. Nine out of nine. All right. Well, you you no, ready? That was just eight. What? That was just eight. Yeah, we did kind of slow down in some places. Are you ready for your quick fire questions, Tom? Yeah, I'm, I'm cool. I'm always ready. I was born ready. Number one, Slater. If you had to completely change your color scheme of your cube to something without any of the normal colors, then what would it be and why? Um, Tell me chrome. No, no, chrome's terrible. So, like, um, pink and purple on left and right. Uh-huh. Uh, just because, like, that. actually, no. Pink and purple on front and back. And then... Um, Grey and uh, <laughs> I'm running out of colours here. Like I can't I can't use like okay so grey and black on left and right. All right. And then and then and then like Asia and Vermilion <laughs> on top and bottom. <laughs> What's an yeah. what's an Asian color? Yellowish? No, no. I said I didn't say Asian. I said Asia. A Z U R E. Oh, azure. Yeah. Azure. Yeah, yeah. It's like bluish. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Asia. How racist are you? I can't say blue. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cyrus Cola. Do you know any other languages besides English? Um, not really. I can speak assembly language. <laughs> I, can't, I can't really speak it. I just write it. I think I asked you this question before. Mm. Yeah, you did. And I, I feel terrible because I can't say anything else. <laughs> Stephen Colopi, you can just say Anyang when, when someone asks you that. All right, Stephen Colopi, you were just told that you have to do a sub-10 Rubik's Cube solve. Wait, did I ask you this? These questions oh. before? 
I don't remember this one. Alright. Wait. Just go, go, go. It's cool. No, do you, do you, do you know this? So what is your keyboard layout? Um, Can I ask you that before? Yeah, I think so, actually. God damn it. Alright, Mike. <laughs> Mike Koch. What are your top three favorite games for Sega Genesis? Uh, Sonic 2, Sonic 3 and Knuckles, and uh, <laughs> I don't want to say Sonic 1, but it is. <laughs> Sonic um, 1, 2, and 3. No, no, oh, like Streets of Rage or something. Like, Sonic 2, Sonic 3 and Knuckles are Streets of Rage. Alright. Um, Michael Ernstein, why on God's green earth does Tom know, not know what a burrito is? <laughs> Lol, like I, I don't know. Just I, I had an inkling of what it was. I just wasn't sure, you know. It's it like could, it, it could be anything. It's like half the world eats it, man. It's the same. It's like a it's like a taco or something. It's sort of. <laughs> it's m- meat, cheese, lettuce, tomato, and then like a uh, like what's a rat. that rat rat? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I have a rough idea. I just All right. Exactly. I don't eat burritos all the time. I eat like um, tofu. <laughs> tofu is good. Eat. <laughs> Tofu's good. I've uh, never eaten tofu. All right, uh, Logan Kelly, twelve minus six cloud. Question mark. What? Twelve minus six cloud. Um, well, <laughs> what? <laughs> 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 all right, minus <laughs> one point for that. You do, uh, you discover a new. No, no. Point. This, why, it's, well, it's, it's like it's like I don't know what to do with the cloud part of the question. Like I'm okay with the maths, but the, like I don't know how to subtract by a cloud. <laughs> okay, just next question. All right, I can't subtract by a cloud. Simon Locke, aka Jiggy, you discover a new planet. What do you call it? Um, England. God, that is so bad. <laughs> no, I call it like um, Tom's planet. <laughs> How inventive am I? Oh my god, dude! All right, uh, let's see. Um, just one more. I'm looking through my emails because, like, that list I had, I already asked you. All right. Nice preparation, dude. Thanks, man. Dude, you did zero of the, <laughs> the show notes. Don't talk to me like that. I oh, will no, slap I you with the, some, like three lines, okay? I'll put a word in here and there. <laughs> All right. I should post the show notes on the on the page and <laughs> highlight, like, highlight, highlight the 1% <laughs> where you put in effort. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Keep One on. more. Uh, would you rather quit cubing or stay sober for the rest of your life? Last one. That was by Adam. Ooh. I'd, nah, probably. Wait. You said quit cubing or stay sober? Quit alcohol or quit drinking? I mean, quit cubing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I'd probably quit um, cubing. Oh. Well, there are a lot of other substitutes for getting inebriated. Yeah, well, I, I, I was assuming you meant, like, everything, like, intoxication. Yeah, let's do that. That's better. I, I, yeah, I wouldn't really want to give that up for, like... <laughs> to be honest, like, 
it's it won't give me much like um I won't feel better about it when I was cubing and like oh I can never drink again this really sucks but if I was if I like could still drink but couldn't cube I'd be like oh I can't cube again but I just get drunk so I'd be okay like I, it'd be easier to deal with basically I understand I thought a lot about that <laughs> way too much alright uh, that was a quick five questions for you I lose points for that because I wasn't ready but yeah Sucks. At least thanks for putting something in that wasn't a question. <laughs> Alrighty. Statement. That was quick fire questions. We love doing them. We love asking it to each other and the guest. Uh, if you want to send some in, go to cubecastpodcast.com. On the right side, there's going to be the links and you just follow it. Woot. Alright. Um, let's see. This week's puzzle, or this episode's puzzle. Why do I keep saying this week? Because it's not on a weekly <laughs> basis. Um, this is the not, uh, whatever, I'm just gonna read it. John Johnson, oh, he survived, uh, <laughs> captured from the Nazis. That's good for him. <laughs> John Johnson sat on his seat and waited for service. After a few minutes, a young lady came by and asked if he would like something to drink. John asked the lady for a beer. Since John looks young, after 60 years, that's cool. Uh, she asked him for an ID. After checking the ID, she gave him a beer without a problem. Four hours later, four hours later, my bad, uh, John ordered another beer in the same seat he was sitting in last time he ordered. You alright, Tom? Yeah, I carry on. Alright. To his surprise, he was asked again for his ID. When the server checked his ID, she said that it would be illegal for her to serve him beer. Thus, John Johnson was left in his seat sober. What's going on here? I actually know the answer. Well, you so, discussed it when I... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, come on. Well, um, you always give me the puzzler and you're like, oh, I guess what it is. And then I try and guess and I sort of get there and you're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, and a l- small hint, it doesn't have anything to do with uh, blood alcohol level. All right. Okay. Get to it if you want to send in the puzzler answer for a chance to win a t-shirt. Go to cubecastpodcast.com. On the right side, there's the puzzler section. You could, um, um, I guess, send in your answer and also read the puzzler too. And um, if not, send it to cubepuzzler at gmail.com. And uh, next episode, we'll announce the winner. Do you think it's harder this time? People have been like saying it should be harder. Do they, I can do really hard puzzlers, but I choose not to. Yeah, yeah. Because like, they this, past, be like possible. this past puzzler, Kimi was the winner, but he was the fourth person I chose after three wrong answers. But two oh. of them, two of them were kind of trollish answers because, yeah. uh, one of them was, um, uh, something John Johnson's not a real, uh, you alright, man? Your throat? Yeah, I'm fine. Like, uh-huh. I've got a lung infection or something. Oh shit! All right, we gotta just carry on. I'm fine. All right, anyway, um, send those in next week. Oh, we we haven't announced this yet. Who's episode ten's guest? Uh, we hyped it up. It now. We hyped it up so long, you know. Yeah, through, it's through. really funny how the actual person posted it in the thread and was like saying something about the person. Wait, Will, S- Will Smith cubes? Are you serious? 
<laughs> no, it's not Will Smith. Wishful thinking. <laughs> well, I don't know. Just totally try and get him though, dude. If I can get Will Smith, dude, I'll do anything, man. Are you serious? <laughs> ask Tyson to. Nah, don't ask Tyson. <laughs> Tyson knows Will Smith though, but that'd be cool. Anyway, well, Tyson taught Will Smith how to cube, right? For yeah. the movie. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's it for the show. I'm just kidding. We gotta announce who it is next yeah. week. Can't leave them in suspense. Stefan Pachman. Woot! Some people Master are gonna be Paul. like, some people are gonna be like, why did you hype it up so much? I don't know. I don't Steph- think so. I think people will be um, really looking forward to it. I know I am at least. Yeah. Send in your questions to ask Stefan Pachman. Poke into his brain. Whatever, whatever. Quick fire questions. Go ahead. Anyway, um, we're also doing some cool new uh, things for episode 10 and possibly onwards. Um, one of them is send in your favorite moments from the past nine episodes, including this one. Just be like, send in an email, gener- ask general questions or something, and just uh, say, oh, in episode four, 20 minutes and 13 seconds in, that was a really cool part. You should... May, uh, put that in and we'll make a little montage for you guys you know anyway uh, please make it up to around 30 seconds of length for that segment ish so so sorry I can't like speak properly I'm like I really need to just like stop for a few minutes or something and just cough my lungs up but we're nearly done anyway I'll survive yeah it's cool and um oh it's uh, cool isn't it okay it's cool, it's cool. Uh, and also uh, I guess one of the things I'm excited for is send in voicemails yeah um, if you yeah, have an this iPhone, was a cool idea. Yeah, if you have an iPhone 4 or something and you want to ask a quick question, just you know make a quick voicemail, attach it to an email, and send it to cubecast.gmail.com. And uh, yeah, send in your voicemails. We'll play it on the show, answer him, and uh, respond to him, whatever. Um, please make it family appropriate. Yeah. Uh, no bad words. You should totally listen to it before yeah. you put it on the show. Yeah, because if you... If you act stupid, we're probably going to put it on the show <laughs> just to make fun of you. <laughs> nice. Please make it a, uh, please don't make them too long, up around 30 seconds tops. So you can be like, oh, hey, Cubecast, or hey, Andrew, you guys rock. How come Tom's such a lazy Brit? And then we'll just, yeah. Lol. Lol. Anyway, um, yeah, send those in at cubecast.gmail.com. And uh, before we go, iTunes reviews. We have two new iTunes reviews. Uh, we're actually on iTunes, so if you go and search Cubecast, uh, we come up and you can click on us. We're pretty much one of the top uh, searches on iTunes for Cubecast, so that's pretty cool. Yes. Yeah. One of the top. What else is higher than us? <laughs> there's a lot of... Co- there's a that few sucks. <laughs> there's a few podcasts with Cubecast in their name. It's kind of weird. Um, that is weird. Epley12 says 6 out of 5. That's pretty that's, awesome. That is a good review. That is a good review. Uh, that's the title of the review. I don't want to read the whole thing because it's too long, but uh, if yeah. you read it, <laughs> yeah, go, to the, uh, go to iTunes and read it. And also, I wreck you. He says the podcast is up to date and well planned out. Well, thank you for the five star reviews, guys. Go to iTunes and. He knows nothing about our planning. Well, he. <laughs> He listens to the show and he sees that there's a small format, you know. It's kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just taking the mic. Obviously, we plan it, sort of. I plan it. At least one of there. us does. Yeah. 
Alrighty. Anyway, I think that's it for the show. Uh, visit our website, cubecastpodcast.com. It has all the information you need on there for asking questions, sending in voicemails, uh, and whatnot. Yeah. Um, subscribe to the show via iTunes. You can search it on um, iTunes and Zoom. I believe you need to do it through the website if you want to do it on Zoom. But uh, yeah. No one has a Zoom. I have a Zoom. Zoom sucks. So, <laughs> so do four by fours? They just suck. Yeah. Say suck. Suck. Why do you say it so? Anyway, I, I say it like how it's supposed to be said. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to uh, just let you go. Um, send in your questions to just uh, let's get ready for episode 10, make it something special, make it fun. And yeah. a lot of it is going to be through you guys, the listeners. So send in your stuff. If you think the show is something good and worth contributing for, uh, please uh, you know, uh, go to the website. There's a donate button for PayPal and you, know, you can uh, do a shout out on the show. And it's uh, really cool. And yeah, it's that it's that time of the month again to pay for the servers anyway. Uh oh. Yeah. I'm sure we'll be fine. Yeah. Anyway, we I, that's it for episode nine, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Yeah. See you later. Bye bye. Episode ten. Stefan Parkman. All right. Bye bye. Episode 10. Stefan Parkman. Alright. Why do you always do little sound effects right after we. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's like. It doesn't matter. But I do that because we finished. Like, you're, you're obviously not going to cut that back into the show or anything.